Hey, this is Saurabh, and I just want to borrow a few seconds to tell you, if you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That's A-N-C-H-O-R.fm to get started. For today, we're going to be doing a hype episode. A recap on hype episodes. These are episodes where I highlight a movie or film that is a favorite of mine. And by favorite, I mean for me, it is endlessly rewatchable. Next week on May 27th, Paramount Pictures has their long-awaited sequel, Top Gun Maverick, which will be opening in theaters. Now the reviews are already coming in, and there was one in particular that stood out to me. The film news website IndieWire.com had this headline for their Top Gun Maverick review. The headline says this, Top Gun Maverick review, the most satisfying summer action movie since Mission Impossible Fallout. All I have to say to IndieWire now is this, I don't think you realize what you've done now. Mission Impossible Fallout is probably one of the greatest action movies to come out in the last 10 years. Fallout is a piece of movie magic, and it'll be our focus today. Let's talk for a minute. I like this movie from 2018 so much that I'm just going to start with this. Where you can actually watch this movie right now, it's available to rent or buy on all platforms, and it's available in the United States to stream on Paramount+. Plus. Now, again, I like this movie so much that I want to be sure that even if you're not in the U.S., you have the ability to find this movie. What I'm going to recommend is go to the website justwatch.com. You can select your country, type in Mission Impossible Fallout, and you will see if this movie is available to stream, to buy, or to rent. This is not a paid advertisement for justwatch.com but hey just watch if you are listening let's talk fallout is the sixth entry in the mission impossible franchise and it is the third time that director christopher mccrory is involved with this series the first mission impossible film that he worked on was mission impossible ghost protocol which was the fourth mission movie directed by brad bird christopher mccrory did a significant rewrite on that film with the next installment in the franchise mission impossible rogue nation christopher mccrory took over the director's chair rogue nation was a great movie too but he took the lessons he learned from that film and with this installment Fallout, he made a nearly flawless action movie. It's not just the action that made this movie so great. As I had said earlier, this movie is endlessly rewatchable. The story of this film does something really amazing where the action and the drama, the action and the emotion work really well together. I'm not trying to say this to sound pretentious. Here's what I mean specifically. The movie is really balanced. It has these amazing beats throughout the entire thing. It didn't feel like any time at all was wasted. So when you get to those action scenes, because of everything else that gives it more of an effect, you're going to enjoy it so much more. It's surprisingly an emotional, amazing action Mission Impossible movie. There's also one particular thing about the Mission Impossible series that I really appreciate, and this has been shown a little bit in the earlier movies, but this one in particular focuses on this one thing. The character of Ethan Hunt is not, and it seems like will not ever be allowed to be an anti-hero. We've seen so many movies, so many shows, where characters will do some really messed up things, and the justification is that it's for the greater good and the argument that's made is 
well, this is the real world. You can't be naive. You have to be able to sacrifice. And I'm not saying that I prefer stories with anti-heroes or I prefer stories that have normal heroes. It's not about that. I actually can appreciate anti-hero stories too. I just like that with this particular movie, you are offered something different. You are offered a character, a hero, who will not budge and will not be willing to hurt or sacrifice any innocent people. I like that Hollywood movies with characters like Ethan Hunt are still being made. It reminds you that movies are not just supposed to be about darkness and brooding. They are supposed to be an escape. The makers and keepers of the Mission Impossible franchise work very hard and are very successful at providing an escape experience for the audience. Also, there's something fun you might want to look out for when you're watching this movie. There are multiple times where the Ethan Hunt character and his team are pinned into a corner and they have to figure out, all right, how are we going to get past this particular problem? And that question is asked to the Ethan Hunt character and he again and again says, I'll figure it out. We'll cross that bridge when we get to it. I'm working on it. I just love that line because it really contributes to the escape feeling of this movie. Also, I love it because when you're making a movie, all sorts of problems happen, all sorts of things go wrong, you figure it out on spot, come up with a solution, and you move on. I just loved the adding of that line repeatedly in this movie. It's been really enjoyable to see director Christopher McQuarrie have his directing style evolve from his first directing movie, The Way of the Gun, from 2000, to Jack Reacher in 2012, to now taking over the Mission Impossible franchise. I always worry with writers who also direct that sometimes the writing part will take over. An example of this would be Tony Gilroy when he directed The Bourne Legacy. There was too much of that movie where everything just felt like it was being over-explained. A thing that Christopher McQuarrie has done really well is I think he still lets the directing part really take over most of the work he does on these movies. McQuarrie does a great job overseeing these wonderful beats throughout the movie with the action, the drama, the emotion. He does not over-explain everything and just kind of guides the audience along and just takes you on a great thrill ride. One other kind of interesting and entertaining thing about McQuarrie is that he says his Mission Impossible movies don't make references to the earlier Mission Impossible movies, but that just isn't true when you watch the film, and you know he knows that too. The two examples I'm going to give you, in the beginning of the movie, they're trying to extract information from a person, and there is a line put in there, did we get it? That's from the first movie. Also, when the character, the White Widow, is being introduced, the White Widow is talking about her mother, and what she says is, Max was something of a paradox and that is a direct reference to the first movie. So you see Macquarie toys with his audience. For those who are geeking out on Mission Impossible, you're going to enjoy it and pick up on those little references. The cast in Fallout is terrific. I love how the Mission Impossible franchise has become this kind of team story, this team series. And yes, of course, Tom Cruise as Ethan Hunt, he is the focus, and of course he's all over all the marketing, but without Simon Pegg, without Ving Rhames, Vanessa Ferguson, the team is what really makes the whole franchise electric. There are three actors in this movie that I want to point out though. Alec Baldwin, Angela Bassett, and Henry Cavill. These three actors, I think some people might say that they're over the top in the film. They are very energetic, and I view it as, again, that old-school, traditional Hollywood movie that takes you on a ride. They want to remind you it's an escape, and these three actors pull that off very well. One thing I want to add here also is that this is definitely the best role that Henry Cable has done. And I remember that when this movie was being made, it caused some problems between the Justice League movie and this film. In the Mission Impossible movie, he has a mustache. In the Justice League film, he's supposed to be Clark Kent, Superman, they had to remove that. 
I'm just glad that because of Justice League that he did not have to walk away from Mission Impossible Fallout because he was a great, great addition to this movie. And now the action. Of course, the action in this movie is amazing, whether that's the action in the streets of Paris, in the skies of Paris, in the streets of London, in the skies of Kashmir. That's all I'm going to say on that. They definitely push the envelope, and the action does not disappoint in this movie. And now let's get to the part that you all know I enjoy a lot, the music. The soundtrack for this movie by composer Lorne Balfe set the bar high. This is one of the greatest action soundtracks in the last decade at least. After this movie, I am not surprised at all to see Lorne Balfe's name as composer in a lot of movies since this movie came out. Now, I don't think any of those soundtracks, unfortunately, have been as good as this one. Again, like I said, he set the bar high with this score. Now, as for the cons, I don't really have anything for the cons section, but I can tell you this, I actually have amazement for two parts of this movie. One is that the movie is two and a half hours long, and that would usually be too long of a running time for me, but you do not feel that with this movie. Like I also said earlier, there isn't a part of this movie that feels wasted. The other part that I'm amazed at is that these movies come out as well as they do, because it seems like there's always way too many cooks in the kitchen involved with the making of this film. From the producing side, you have J.J. Abrams with his Bad Robot Company, you have David Ellison with his Skydance Media Company, you have a ton of international involvement with the developing of this movie. I'm just amazed that that kind of noise and interference does not ruin the quality of the movie. I guess maybe this is one of those rare cases where if an actor like Tom Cruise, who is also a lead producer on this franchise, if he really does have the ability and power of it being like, it is my way or the highway, maybe that kind of mutes a lot of that noise and they can just get to work. So, IndieWire.com. When you say that this Top Gun sequel is as good as Fallout, this is where you have set my expectations. 2018's Mission Impossible Fallout, pretty much as close as you can get to a perfect escape movie experience. I do hope you check it out. Let me know what you think. Thanks for listening.